All right, so I don't know what Mo's been on lately, but every time he gets on Twitter, I get text messages saying, yo, what's good with you? And I'm like, I didn't say nothing on Twitter. Like, nah, you're, you're co-host or one of your people from the show. And then I have to go on Twitter and just look at the outlandish nonsense these fools are spewing. Um, Mo thinks Ben Roethlisberger is in the Surefire Hall of Famer. Um, I believe Mo is uh, intoxicated, but that's neither here nor there. The rest of the crew, besides myself and Mo, uh, talk about not only is Ben Roethlisberger a uh, Hall of Famer, we give our top five quarterbacks currently in the NFL right now. Check it out. Heinz Ward for real? Heinz Ward wasn't that boy when he came in? Fellas, fellas, that's one wide receiver. One. He had, hold on. He had Santonio Holmes. Yes. Santonio Holmes was a bummer in any other team. Shut your mouth. Santonio Holmes didn't work at the Jets. Stop playing. No, he did not. Stop bro, playing. Santonio Holmes did work on the Jets. Yes, Stop he did. playing. Bro, Santonio Holmes. Carson's got that workout pump right now. He's got I'm that sorry. attitude. I'm sorry. That one season that he did work, that it took us to the conference championship. My bad. That one season. My bad. My apologies. One season is a. I, I okay, forgot look, that means he's the greatest. All I'm season. saying, look, they had it's it Antonio Holmes' prime, which yes was on the Steelers in that one season oh with the Jets. Oh my God, that Here man go. was in one of the prime. best receivers in the league. His prime. In oh my God. League. Coming out of college, anyone know who Antonio Holmes was? Raise your hand. All right, cool. uh, like I said. So, so like I said, like no, no, no. I my, said. my boy, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, because Ray. Is also a Raven fan like Carson. He said, You got to give respect to the wide receivers, the uh, scouting department of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He said, Whoever that man is, he needs a raise. I don't even care what they pay him. He needs a raise. Ray, the liquor store owner. Yeah, right, exactly. Thank you. The liquor store owner. The guy's telling stories while you're buying your booze. That guy. Tell that uh, man to pay up his 20 to sledge already. How about that? Oh, dag. Oh, man. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Oh, man. I'm out here. Yeah, that's hey. crazy. The disrespect. Hold on. Was so he? So he didn't have? He didn't have Emmanuel Sanders. Who? Emmanuel Sanders. What? Who was Emmanuel Sanders before Wait, he came out of college? I was, like, if I'm not gonna say it, somebody else. What? Who? Who was he coming out of college? Regardless of who he coming out of college, the man put in work two, three years into the league. He proved himself. So, so, so. Okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. So, if you want to use, if you want to use that example, who the hell is Miles Austin coming out of um out of college? Where you go to school, Uh, Mama? Miles Austin. Miles Austin was. So no, what I'm just saying, who who somebody is coming out of college don't make a fuck. Yes, it does. How does it? Because you don't become a star. Just listen. Check this out, right? So you're going to tell me Chippewas That's all I got to say Chippewas Wait, 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 wait wait. So you're going to tell me That this man They they just You know, he had multiple First round picks Coming out That was supposed to be good And they just all of a sudden Turned into monsters Or better yet Name a receiver That the Steelers signed That was supposed to Take them to the next level Oh, that's right They never did They they didn't They don't draft receivers What are you talking about? They was never in the position To draft a good wide receiver what are you talking about? Yes, they were. When? When did they have top picks to get these top receivers? When? So you're saying? So you're saying the Pittsburgh Steelers had a top? So you're saying the Pittsburgh Steelers had a top twenty pick for the last ten years? Because I, I just want to know. I'm talking about they haven't had a lottery pick in the, probably the 2000s. Because a lottery, lottery is like what? How many teams in the NFL? Thirty-two. Lottery is so the top. 
15. Nah, I thought it was top 16. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, either way, my point is, either way, they, they, they don't need, they don't, let me put it like this. Ben Roethlisberger is the greatest thing to have in Pittsburgh since uh, Bill Cowan. Boy, pistol and respect on Terry Bradshaw. Nah. This is Bill Coward, dude. Bruh. I said, this, this is what this, this is what I said. I said if you put Ben Roethlisberger on any other team in that 2004 draft, he he isn't on that team now. You yeah, smoking? Right. You smoking? Nope. Yeah, he's right. I'm right. I'm, I'm 100 right. Ben Roethlisberger isn't that talented. Yo, he's always it. had he's always had Yo. two to three Pro Bowl linemen on his team. Let's get oh, that out of the way. Go. Oh, All right. Here we go. Because he's, so, he's always had a line. So, he's always uh-huh. had a fantastic right, line. Right. He's always mm-hmm. leaned on his run game. The Pittsburgh wait, Steelers wait, 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 wait. Except wait, for the season. Even, even when they had pretty good defenses. Mo, Mo, you going to sit here and tell me they leaned on their they running game this whole time? For the most part, yeah. Tell me they haven't? So, uh, yeah. Tell me they have so, 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 Willie Parker. Whoa, you gonna sit here and say Willie Parker? Where's Willie Parker? Willie Parker had three thousand nah. yard seasons with the Pittsburgh Steelers, based bro, just because Alex, of his carries, Alex bro. Told you, Alex told you himself that he never topped a thousand yards. What the hell are you talking about? Bro, look at what this. Bro, you look up the stats, bro, because Pitt, Willie Parker went to the Pro Bowl twice. You can't go to the Pro Bowl <laughs> twice if you don't you, have a thousand yard rushing season. That doesn't happen. You can have total scrimmage yards. That's easily done before, dude. Bro, no, no. You look oh, up the stats. I looked up the stats, bro. This is not pissing content. Thousand yard rushing seasons, bro. What he was with the Pittsburgh so, Steelers. I know. Pittsburgh Steelers I know, lead on their rushing mo, game. Mo, mo, and, mo, mo. Uh, How did they lead on their rushing game? And their quarterback is thrown for over thirty five hundred yards in the last fucking ten seasons. How? How? That doesn't make sense. How? So you're gonna say uh, off the, so if that's the case, if they were leading on the running <laughs> game so much, how the hell does Eli Manning not have the same type of stats? Because they don't have, they never had a running back. But no, no, no. But they, they've always leaned on it. But, but before Le'Veon Bell became Le'Veon Bell, right? For, that's what, four seasons practically. Who did they have? But yo, this is what I'm saying. Whoever the Pittsburgh did they have? No, 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 no. Listen, you answer my saying. question with a question. The, answer my question first, and then I will answer your question. I'm not giving, I'm not answering you a question. I'm not asking you a question. I'm telling you, the Pittsburgh Steelers running backs are always the top in the league in carries every year, no matter who that running back is. Near the top of the league, no matter who that running back is. Oh, yeah, hold on. By the way, Willie Parker had a 1,200-yard season, 1,400-yard season, and a 1,300-yard season, all better than Okay. And how many seasons was that, by the way? I'm just that's curious. That's three back to back. Oh, that's three seasons, right? Three. While he's with the Steelers. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Three. Wait, 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 wait. How many seasons was it again? One more time. I understand. That would be uh, Trace. That was three back to back. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. But, but how many seasons? You, just three total, right? Just just three? Just no, three. He, I mean, that's, no, that's still three oh, seasons. Then after that, he had, he had just, three, just three seasons. He did it. Just three. Oh, okay. Oh. But My if bad. you look at the average lifespan of a running back, it's only about four years. Is that whose fault is that? Um, but, but all right. But 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 you're yeah, trying that, to dismiss. You're trying to dismiss what I'm saying off of the one person. But I'm saying he filled in the the the, the gap between um, Jerome Bettis and Rashard Mendenhall to Le'Veon Bell. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. 
this is what I'm saying. Ben Roethlisberger is. What's the, even the topic anyway? He's saying because Big uh, Cam Jordan was uh, talking about uh, Ben Roethlisberger's place in the league. As far as uh, was it one of the goats or was it just one of the the guy? The guy the... said he's the guy. The guy <laughs> said he's he's a Hall of Famer. And then he oh said, yeah, Who? yeah. And then and then he said, "Give me a top five of this era." And his top five was Tom Brady. Uh, I'm, try, I'm trying to do this in the right Drew, order. Yep. Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, A Rod, A A Ron, A Ron. And then he put Philip Rivers, I think, in the fifth, or I can't remember who he put in the fifth. I think, but I he think said he said he said no 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 yeah the, the, this is the reporter so the, so the reporter gave him gave him these four and then he said the reporter said he put Ben Roethlisberger in the fifth and he said you put Ben Roethlisberger there over Philip Rivers and Eli and then and then he said yeah because he has the Super Bowls and then he said so you put him in there over Eli Manning because Eli Manning has just as many Super Bowls and then yeah, that but Eli Manning sucks stats. thank you but. But, but they that's have not the comparable top. stats, top. and he has two Super Bowls. That's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what he was saying in that regard. But all in all, man, you saying Ben Ben Roethlisberger is a clear Hall of Famer. I don't care what you say, how you slice it. Um, the man has done crazy things while he's been injured. He has not had a healthy season probably since 2007, 2007, 2008. That was his last like, healthy quote unquote season where he went through the whole season without injuries, and. He's thrown for at least 20, he threw for 21, 26, 28, 32, 21, 29, 28 for the last, was that, eight seasons? What, is he top five in the league right now? Yes, he's top five in the league right now. Really? You think so? Who's your five? I don't want to say because he's just going to roast me. If, if y'all say right now, like literally right now, and if any of you say Tom Brady, you guys can just hang up. Like, <laughs> period from this, from this conversation because Tom Brady was some boo boo this year and he shouldn't have made the Pro Bowl over to Sean Watson. Man, I mean, uh, and you can honestly damn they kick both of them out this year. This year, nah, come on, man. Big Ben yeah. still got 40, 42, and I mean, hold on, 28. Top five, I mean, you got Deshaun Watson, you got Patrick well, Holmes, you got one, Reeves, like, you got Phil yeah, one. Definitely. You gonna put yeah. Philip Rivers over over them this year? Hell yeah! <laughs> Philip Rivers, Phillip yeah, Rivers because like the ball. Because yeah. if you go back and look at the season, um, Big Ben had some slumps in a couple of games, especially the Jaguars game. That's one notable. Oh, everybody's cute. The Jaguars, this year. That's cute, but um, you know what I'm saying? It sound it sound good. Hey, man, it sound it's good. He um. He, he only had 250 against San Fran. He only had 207 against Cleveland. 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 Two, 223 against Oakland. You know what I'm saying? Oakland. 259 against Arizona. Arizona. Uh, You're talking about the worst teams in the NFL right now. He can't even crack 300 yards. He can't even no, crack this is this is Phillip Rivers. This is Phillip Rivers, dog. Oh. Oh, look, thank you. You proved my point. That was clever. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, back to this Ben Roethlisberger topic. Um, <laughs> I, I made my. Damn, I think son. Made my, I made my, I made my, <laughs> but I, I want to hear you guys' top five now. I'm real curious. Oh man! I'm waiting for Alan's top five. Patty, Patty oh, you guys. Really are. Wait, no, no, no. Like, right, like number one overall, Russell Wilson. 
Patty Mahomes. Uh, I'm, I want to say, not nah, I want to say Drew Brees. Um, four. Eesh. Four is tough. Uh, uh, fuck. Who am I going to pick for four? I got to think about that. Yo, every quarterback has had like a stretch where it's just like, oh my God, he's still on the field. Um, I think I'm. I think I'm. A, I think I'm gonna go Big Ben. I'm gonna go Big Ben for because Jared Goff fell off the face of the earth this last uh, half of the year. Yeah, he definitely did. Like it's it's tragic what's happened to that man. You know what I'm saying? Um, SOS, somebody MIA. Uh, some someone sent out an Amber Alert for that man. Um, and then number five, Deshaun Watson. I'm gonna go Deshaun Watson for the win. Yeah, no, that's no, no, that's not mine at all. I got it, Pat Mahomes. Uh, no, 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 no. I like Drew Brees more than Pat Mahomes. I Drew, Drew Brees is my one. Pat Mahomes is my two. Uh, Drew Brees, Pat Mahomes. Don't be disrespectful. Deshaun Watson. Oh, you are so damn disrespectful. Andrew Luck, Philip Rivers. Yo, Mo, hang up. That was a six. Hang up, up Mo. That was four, that was five. Hang up. That was five, but hang up, Mo. No. Mo, you gonna sit here and tell me Deshaun Watson is greater than Russell Wilson right now? Mm, I don't think so. With a straight face? Russell Wilson. After what he hey, just Russell did last Wilson. week? Okay, 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 you're right. So, so, no, you're right. So, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Andrew Luck, move Philip Rivers out the top five. Uh, you still gonna put Patty Mahomes over over what he did to that over what Russell did to that man last week? Hell yeah, yeah. Oh, y'all, y'all niggas are smoking. Based off the full season, yeah, yeah. So so exactly. so 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 time out. Look at the weapons that Russell has compared to what Mahomes has, and then look at the numbers and see how far Wilson is behind Mahomes. Let's talk about it. Oh, okay. He only, I, has, he only has the advantage of one more weapon. What do you mean one more weapon? Who the hell does Russell Wilson have? He's got Tyler Lockett and Doug Baldwin. You gonna stop? You gonna put some respect on Doug Baldwin's name? So I'm sorry, sorry. Tyreek Hill, Doug Baldwin. Who's better? Over their career, Doug Baldwin. Oh, here we go. I'm not. I'm talking about this season. Why are you talking about careers? You just said right now. Look up. You just said right did, now. Hold on. Did Baldwin not miss half the season? He came back in week week five, bro. That is not half the season. He came back in week five, played that week, and then he missed a week or two. Oh, oh. Tyreek Hill missed like a week or two. But not after missing five weeks straight. Lord of mercy. So you're going to tell me right now, if in 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 a draft, you're going to take Tyreek Hill? You're going to take a double ball before Tyreek Hill? No, I'm not taking Doug Baldwin. Right, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, you gonna put some respect on Doug Baldwin's name, like Doug Baldwin ain't ain't been. You don't answer my question. You just actually you answer my question once again. I'm not answering my question. Um, so moving on, tight end Travis Kelsey clearly running back. Yeah. Mm, it's about even now that Kareem Hunt is, is a free agent. Um, but that's what I'm saying. After those two, who does he have? What do you mean? Chris Conley's he, a monster. Sammy no, Watkins. Oh my God. Sammy Watkins, Sammy Watkins is better than any other receiver besides Doug Bowman on Seattle. So why the hell he don't get thrown to? Why he don't get targets? I'm sorry. You have uh, uh, tight end who's a monster. Tyreek Hill who's a monster. You have running backs who can catch out the backfield and run. And he's throwing 40 them. times a game. He's throwing 40 times a game. He should at least get seven looks if he's that damn good. <laughs> Sammy, Sammy Watkins' route running is garbage. Yes, it's absolutely garbage. But 
he can get open on the streak. Like, yeah, well, that's like three times a game when he's catching one of them, and it's going to be tough. I, I had him in fantasy. I know how this so, goes. It's exactly. seven points. So I think I'm once again, out. once again, so once again, once again, who, who, who else is – all right, so they got Tyler Lockett over Sammy Watkins. Oh, my God. And so, Chris Conley. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Travis Kelsey, Pro Bowl. Tyreek Hill, Pro Bowl. <laughs> that's that's two Pro Bowlers. Seattle. Oh, that's a donut. Oh, that's right. No Pro Bowlers. Nah, oh, not man. this season. But if you go back and look at that's the last no, game, no, no, Dallas Cowboys at five. Of the past, you like a you like an ex girlfriend who wants to talk about the girl you were smashing before her. Stop bringing up the past. It doesn't matter. I'm talking about right now. You right still got to you still got to take in the credit who these people are. I take great credit. Yeah, you should also understand who Russell well, let's, Wilson let's, is. Let's, let's put it this way: Pat Mahomes, Pro Bowl. Russell Wilson, Pro. Whoa, 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 Mo, Mo, hang up, hang up. I'm just hang up. Okay, cool. All right, that that's much better. You saved yourself. You saved we gonna see in my top five. Yeah, we're we're ready for you, Chef. <laughs> Number one, True Breeze. Okay. Number two, good old Patty M. Okay. Number okay. three, Philip Rivers. Yo, y'all are disrespectful. Number four, Deshaun Watson. Yo. <laughs> okay. Number five, anybody else but Russell Wilson. Fuck you. That was good. I know, I'm going to be a dickhead. Number five, Blake Bortles. <laughs> All right. All right. We're going to end the segment now, guys. We'll, uh, Moving on to um, um, something else that's not this. Uh, well, actually, no, Carson, throw yours in there real quick, man, before we uh, quickly dismiss this topic. Mine? I'm going I'm going Drew Brees. I'm going Patrick Mahomes. I'm going Russell Wilson. Deshaun Watson. And then, to me, it's a toss-up between Luck and – I'll go Luck. I'll put Luck over Rivers. Okay. Yeah, Luck has a really good. I can, I can respect that for this year, especially. Um, all right, cool, man. We're we going to jump out before Shepard says any more uh, outlandish things <laughs> on this year's segment. <laughs> so the crew and myself, um, we all took the time out to uh, discuss young Andrew Johnson, the young man who made headlines recently for having to cut his dreads mid-wrestling match. Uh, We give our opinion, our sad truths about dealing with racism, and also maybe what would we do if we was in Andrew Johnson's shoes. Check it out. Justified in making Andrew Johnson cut his braids, cut his dreadlocks off, because of the grooming rule that is in effect in high school wrestling. And I just gotta say that's a load of malarkey. Anybody who's trying to use that defense, you might be racist too. That's all I'm saying. And it might be. Yeah, right. That's a load of malarkey. Strong, definite. Like they said, this this. This young man, Andrew Johnson, has been wrestling the whole entire wrestling season up until now using a, uh, a cover. You know, they have a little cover that they put under the, their head. Over They put the headgear over that to keep their uh, their hair in place. And as long as the cover fits snugly, then 
they are allowed to use that and not have to what's the word I'm looking for they don't have to conform to the grooming rule of actually cutting their hair they can just use the um I'm trying to think of what the, the actual word is but the, the the covering for their head some people are saying maybe it wasn't fit snugly yada yada but like I said the, the man Andrew Johnson has been wrestling the entire season up until now no one other referee has said oh that's not enough your your cap is not fitting snug enough you have to cut your dreads off but now this referee who like I said has had known problems in the uh, racial area the racial area. The racial <laughs> area. There's racist. There's racist. And yeah. I don't know how to say it. I don't know the man's racist. There was an incident known... where before where he was suspended for, I can't remember the exact details, but it was a racially charged incident that he was suspended for. He was, yes, he was suspended for spouting a racial slur oh. at another referee. <laughs> While he was, oh, 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 that um, man don't discriminate. Nah. You can be <laughs> young athlete, young. you know, co-referee. You, you young gonna get old. it. He said, "Ain't nobody safe from these bullets." <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing grenades all day. Hey, well, my, like my man said, hide your kids, hide your wife. Right, ain't nobody. Everybody's getting all this racial static. He said, "You get in the ER." <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, but it, it like it, like I said, this man has already had this one this confrontation before. He was suspended for it, so he was obviously trying to watch himself. But he thought he could get away with this. He thought he could get away with making this young boy cut off his dreadlocks and think nothing was gonna come of it because of the grooming. Oh yeah, he's a he's a, oh yeah. I got a loophole for my races. He said, oh yeah, <laughs> a loophole. I got a loophole. <laughs> Wait, time out. This man Mo said he said he was trying to watch himself. <laughs> Like, Yo, you really like, like, like he's on a like he, like he's on a drug a release program. Like, oh man, I gotta I gotta cut back on the racial slurs now, otherwise I'm going back to rehab. Hey, look, what I'm trying to say is he got a PO, so he's gonna be doing the K two from now on. Oh, you sick. Boy, you sick. That boy got three Ks. That's what you mean. Anyway, <laughs> K three. Right. Exactly. But, Go ahead. But anyway. But no, I don't. But I don't want to diminish what this 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 young man did. I feel like Andrew Johnson kind of had like a a Tommy Smith esque stance on this. You know what I mean? And the reason I say that, or is it is it Tommy Smith and Carlos Jones? I believe are the two, or Tommy Jones and Carlos Smith. The two. What I'm talking about is the two Olympians who raised their their hands with the black fist glove. I believe. He, he, he made a statement in that sense because he didn't really have the opportunity to decide whether or not he was going to like whether or not he wanted to cut his hair for this if match. he was going to bump the system or not yeah he like he it was such a split decision he didn't really get the chance to make that decision like the, the referee said alright you have to cut your hair if you want to do this match and I'm giving you 90 seconds to make the decision. Mm-hmm. So in that minute and a half, this boy had to be like, all right, well, do I really care about these dreads that much? Like, do I do I want this W? Like, what's what's good? Like, do my team need this point? Like, how am I, how am I gonna go about this? And this man had, he only had 90 seconds to make the decision. But once he made the decision and in winning the match, he has now made the same stance that I feel like those two men made in that 
they they tried to say like you could see me as you could perceive me as you want to perceive me but now that you've tried to keep me down you have to sit here and watch me raise my hand in, in victory <laughs> like and you can't do anything about it i went i ran i ran my race i did my match and you you tried to keep me down but you can't <laughs> like I, and i feel like he made that sort of statement with this move and i just i wanted to shout out my boy andrew johnson for that Right, and not only did he, not only did he, was he the bigger person in the instance and conform and cut his hair, he went on to win the match. And after winning the match, and that that the winning the match made a statement in itself because the referee, he was, he was kind of salty. He really didn't even want to crown the man the victory. He didn't want to hold his hand. He just kind of lazily grabbed his hand and then just let it go. <laughs> Bro, he he let it go halfway up. Right, he threw it in the air. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah. There you go. You won. Bye. That's a fact. But it was I don't know. It was I I feel like I I don't know how to say it, it was it was great for Andrew Johnson in the moment, but it looked bad on Wayne Regional High School and the the entire New Jersey wrestling program. Oh, I feel like no, nah, I don't look bad on the high school. Look bad on the damn referee. The high school don't get well, to pick the referee. Well, yeah, but I I feel like the high school like nobody there was nobody who came to this man's aid, not his coach, not a, not a parent, not nobody, not like nobody came and said, all right, well, nobody has said nobody has tried to follow this rule up until now, but you, and we know that you have past history of racism, and like don't and, and, I know you guys aren't gonna say it, but anybody who's gonna try and say, well. Nobody at the school would know that. Trust me, bro. I coach lacrosse. I've co- I've been on many teams. You know exactly which officials are which. You know who is who when they step foot into that building. You know what they're gonna try and pull and try and get away with. I mean, listen, so, listen, dog. You are absolutely right about that. I, I think I said in the previous uh, when we had first tried this go around. I think that the school was they they definitely dropped the ball. Man. This was something where the principal. I well, let's think about it. the principal and I have been there. Because let's let's face it. Yeah. Unless um it's one of those nationally ranked your you know, your wrestlers are being scouted to go to school type of thing, the principal's not showing up at the wrestling match. I'm sorry for mm-hmm. all the wrestling uh guys out there, shout out to Justin Boone. Um I'm Clinton being, Boone. I'm just being real with you. Clinton Boone, you know what I'm saying? All y'all Lesmo, all y'all, all y'all special shout out to y'all. <laughs> but um But for real, like that's not that's not, you know, a school's bread and butter. You don't go to like, let's say, Copac High School or any high school for that matter, and just be like, "Yeah, man, I'm going to the wrestling match later today." Feel what I'm saying? So I feel like the people who could have did, did something about it there weren't there. Yeah. I mean, okay, I, I could I could see what you mean in that sense by the principal not being there, and if you want to say that the ref, the the, the ref being the officiating had the highest power there. I didn't say the highest power. I just said nobody was there to question his power. I was just want to say, obviously, the coach was there. Both teams' coaches were there. Coaches can't I'm do assuming. nothing. Think about it. How many? If the coach could do something, then basketball would be one of the easiest sports to play because coaches would be able to, yo, hey, man, I don't like that call. All right, you, you right, well, Mac. Bro, but this is, this is what I'm saying, bro. I'm, I'm a coach. Like, I, I know how this goes when you see a ref picking on one of your players. Yes. That's I see that part, that part I understand, but can you do something about it to the ref? Can you change the outcome of the, the, the match? Talk to the ref. 
I, I mean, I, I guess you're right. You really can't, but it's still your responsibility as the right. coach. Right, absolutely, 100%. I'm not trying to do something about it. But I'm it. just saying, I mean, they probably felt like, what are we going to say? The fact that, you know, we knew that there was a chance for him to do that or for it to be, um, you know, a controversial thing. Mm-hmm. They just didn't know the extent to it. Now, like I said, as a responsibility and blame. Blame is always 50-50. You know what I'm saying? It's sure. always two parties in blame. But responsibility, um, that's honestly on you to figure out what to do. And my, my man, Ajax, decided to go with cutting his dress. He could have easily forfeited the match and, and you know, stood tall for what he believed in. I guess the dreads, honestly, might have just not been that important. Let's, let's just put it out there. It wasn't it wasn't that important. Uh, I, don't yeah. think you could, I don't think you could say that. Like, if you see the clip. Why can't you this man it? was crying after the battle. Yeah, right. I, I wouldn't but, say but it was not choose? that important. I, I, it wasn't as important because if it was as important, he would have chose to do that. Well, I and I and I'll reference it to I don't know if you guys seen the movie The Green Book. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't seen it, I don't want to spoil it or anything like that. So I give a brief synopsis. The Green Book is uh, it's about a about a musician, Doctor Shirley. Um, he's from New York and. Dr. Shirley could have stayed in New York doing shows and making more money, but Dr. Shirley chose to go down south in the deep south during when Jim Crow was in full effect and decided to play for these guys. And he got a driver from New York and he was an Italian guy. And uh, he, he sought him out because of his reputation for being known to handle himself. And, um, once they got down there doing these shows and even though Dr. Shirley would be playing at one show certain people would not let him use the bathroom or facilities inside of the building he had to go to the outhouse although although he was entertaining their guests so the driver Tony the Italian guy white guy whatever you want to call him um, he didn't understand how Dr. Shirley had the courage and gumption to play for these people even though the way they treated them so it, it's kind of you can kind of look at it in the same light okay that's that was a beautiful example I, I actually completely understood that um, I like I, I just believe like I said the blame could go on both parties there, there could have been a lot more done but also the young man could have also chose not to he could he could have chose not to go to try to cut his dreads. You know what I'm saying? So, with that being said, you know, I just personally believe that um, I, I think a stronger statement could have been made if he chose not to because there's too many times where we as uh, a culture have been, I don't want to say bullied because that's not what happened with slavery. I feel like that's, that's a very loose term. Um, but we were bullied into decisions very easily based on fear of what would happen if we stand up for what we believe in. You know what I'm saying? Because I know a lot of people who probably wouldn't do half the stuff that, you know, some of our ancestors did back in back in the day to stand up for their rights. And I'm not saying this is uh, comparable, but it just made me think of that. Where it's like, if he was trying to send a statement, I feel like the not cutting it off, standing up to the referee who's a known racist would have been like, see, this is where the line stops. Like, you're not about to just go ahead and bully me into doing something that's going to hum- humiliate me because that's humiliating. He's got he got caught on crying, caught on camera crying. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, I, and, and that's that's another thing I wanted to say. Is I also feel bad for him in the sense that this this man isn't wrestling right now. Andrew Johnson had to take a hiatus from wrestling, not because of what happened. I mean, obviously because of what happened, but it's not because of the fact that he had to cut his dreads, but because of the media attention he's getting from the video that was posted of getting his dreads cut. Right. And Think about although, sorry, I don't mean to, 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 to rant on, but although I do feel like the the visual of him like crying post-win after he had to cut his dreads in order to, to get that W is a powerful image, I can't say that the, the, the same thing wouldn't have been accomplished if he had to forego the, if he, if he had to forego the match, if he had to forfeit the match and allowed the New Jersey uh, Wrestling Association to then look in on the, the the aspect. I mean, they the New Jersey Wrestling Association definitely looked into it after the, the video had gone viral and suspended mm-hmm. Alan Maloney. But Again. Like I said, the, the band has already you been suspended once. So I feel like if they had just, if he had not cut the dreads and they went and reported this man to the board, they still right. could have gotten him suspended, gotten the whole incident looked into without Andrew Johnson having to forego his wrestling career temporarily. All right. I mean, I, I kind of see both both ends of the spectrum, though. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, that's what I was... That's basically all I'm saying, too. I, I see both sides. Completely, wholeheartedly. I'm, I'm sorry. So all the, the, all the, see, see both sides of the what? Just, just... Well, I'm saying both ends of the spectrum where, where Stat was saying he feels like he would have made a bigger statement had he just stood up for himself and not cut his dread. And then I see the side of the spectrum where he did cut the dreads. He did the more noble thing. And, you know, he prevailed by winning the match. And even though he it was a uh, terrible situation, he prevailed through it in a different, in a peaceful manner. Right? True. True. Man, hey, I know they say haters gonna hate, but don't hate the player. Hate the game. And this guy, for the beat writer for uh, the Boston Red Sox, seems to have a problem with voting for Mariano Rivera. So he's just not going to vote when it comes time to put in the ballot so he doesn't, quote unquote, mess up his unanimous vote. Ignorance is bliss, ladies and gentlemen. Ignorance and bliss. And the crew and I are going to talk about that ignorance and why Bill Bamba Balumba <laughs> is uh, using that as bliss. Check it out. It's it's not a matter of he just doesn't want to. This man refuses to vote for the greatest closer of all time. It's an act of refusal. And by act of refusal, I mean that instead of sending in a vote for Mariano Rivera or sending in a vote for somebody else, he is choosing not to vote because he doesn't want to mess up Mariano Rivera's unanimous voting but still refuses to vote for him. That, that's kind of that's, uh, that's like a backhanded compliment no, that's, that's, like, that's an OG move that's an OG move I'm curious chef I would love to hear this that's a fact who's the OG in this situation <laughs> he's OG because like he has enough respect because he knows he, he's such a hardcore he knows he ain't voting like he knows he's not voting for him to get in yeah 
but he sees the greatness and he knows that he needs that unanimous. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So it's like, I get it. And that, that's the type of hardcore fandom I'm on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a Rangers fan. There will never be an Islanders player that is better than a Rangers player. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Cowboys fan. There will never be a Giants player in my eyes that is better than a Cowboys player. It's just, it's it's never, it's not true. It's just the way it is. It's just how it is. So, so what you're saying is, because he's a Red Sox writer, I don't even know if he's a fan. I mean, I'm just letting you know, if I was on that board, I am not voting for Big Poppy. How you not going <laughs> to vote for Big Poppy? I'm a Yankees fan and I would vote for Big Poppy. And that's where we that's where we differ. I was about to say he just said he's one of those hardcore fans. Like, I, I mean, I'll give you I'll give you that with the Yankees because it's a hardcore fan. But I'm a Lakers fan, and I would vote for certain Celtics. Yes. That's that's actually that's actually a goddamn lie. Uh, I don't know I'm about I'm to say that's a crime. Pull somebody's card here. <laughs> you can pull my ATM card, my debit card, my mm-hmm. ID card, because I ain't voting for that nigga. You're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mike, that's going to happen. You know, there's a lot of teams out there. There's a lot of teams you could choose. A lot of teams. Mm-hmm. That's like saying, <laughs> she's basically saying you would vote for Gregory Bird to make it to the Hall of Fame before um, <laughs> Big Pop. That's really what you're yeah, I would, I would vote Ronald Torrey instead. Oh, my God. Oh. So you assume that this guy is just basing this off of the fact that he's a that, I, I, like he's a, he's a writer for the Red Sox. I don't even know if he's like a huge fan. Like I assume he's a fan. But I don't know if he's a huge fan. But so you you're thinking that as opposed to the reasons that he named as to why he's not voting for Mariano Rivera. Because I don't think the reasons are valid. He's doing it mainly because he's a Red Sox guy. And he's like, well, Mariano Rivera ain't really that nice. He's, you know, <laughs> he's like, I ain't gonna vote that Yankee in. Man, if that is the case, you know the address pull up because I will fist fight. <laughs> okay, I don't know how many episodes I've told some at professional person to come pull up on my crib, but it's been a few episodes. This funny. one. <laughs> more serious than the rest of them. He said, "This, this one I." Know. <laughs> <laughs> My boy said, "You about to put the address out there and everything." Two twenty-two South Avenue. Right there. Address. No, that's a fact. But no, no, no. But seriously, let's let's talk about it though, because I want to talk about this man, what he claims to be his valid reason for not voting Mariano Rivera into the Hall of Fame, and his valid reason is. He's saying that the closer in baseball is somewhat similar. Anyway, my bad. It's somewhat similar to the close, uh, not the closer, the kicker, the field goal kicker in football. That dude always get punched in the face. Bro, and like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, he's trying to say that the closer in baseball is not, is not a, one, it's not an important role. Two, he's saying that closers get way too much credit because they only pitch the one inning as opposed to people who relieve and pitch two to three innings, but they don't pitch the last inning of the game. It, I, I can see what you're saying. If it, I would understand all this is what he was saying if he was talking about Trevor Hoffman, the now, second of all time. Okay, but Mariano Rivera, here's the, th- the beauty about why he is great. Wow, wow. He threw one pitch you knew it was coming and you still couldn't hit it no matter what and and 
And like you said, like you said, not only did he throw one pitch, it was like he only needed the three pitches too. It's not like he was like filling that many counts. <laughs> this man, this man, game eleven pitches was his pitch count. <laughs> like for real, like this man was legitimately. He said, "I'm gonna throw you the cutter. <laughs> I'm gonna throw you. I'm gonna throw you a fastball." Okay. And Yo, bring the cutter back. Here you go right now. Big pop. I, like I said, wouldn't vote him in the Hall of Fame, but one of the best hitters of this generation. Okay. He is quoted to saying that there is nothing you can do on a Mariano pitch. He said he'd be coming right at your bat, and then at the last second it would break off two inches and you'd miss it. And he had no idea how he could do it. Yeah, right? <laughs> like this man was with the ball. For you. More people have walked on the moon than scored on Mariano Rivera in the playoffs. For real. Say that stat again. Say that stat All again. All right, guys, guys, you're bringing up ESPN stats. We don't care about them. Okay, walked on the moon. It's part of Mariano. All I'm saying is, this man, like, and that's what I agree with Shepin, that he's saying that closers get a lot of credit, more credit than relievers get. I'm going to say relievers deserve more credit. I'm not going to say credit should be taken away from the closers, but... In this, in this article on the Telegram, this man was comparing Mariano Rivera's role on the Yankees to Kimbrell's role on the Red Sox last season. I... And he was saying, oh, well, Kimbrell, yeah, Kimbrell had saved, but he had a 5.9 ERA or something like that. And I'm like, that was not Mariano Rivera, though. Mariano Rivera... Everybody, know Kimbr- everybody knew Kimbrell fell off. That was a thing that was being talked about baseball, is that Kimbrell didn't have it anymore. Thank you. So... You're comparing a guy who is consistently great, except for one mess up in the playoffs. Luis Gonzalez, I'm coming for you. Okay, then it's like, you know, how are you going to compare a guy who is considered the greatest at a position to a guy that has a beard and holds his arm just to skew before every pitch? That guy's an idiot. Holds his arm like he's waiting, somebody, waiting for somebody to bring out a crutch or a, a nightstand. The best is the meme where they have the bird land on his arm like and they turn him into a pirate, but... <laughs> For a stat, if you've never seen that one stat, look up Craig Kimbrell's pitching uh, rotation. You'll be pretty shocked. <laughs> I, I've seen that nonsense. I'm dead. <laughs> Bro. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I, that's also part of the reason why it was tough for him to, I think, the Red Sox ownership is going to resign him. Um, I think he just resigned for, what, two years and 22 million? I'm not, I'm not, too, I'm not 100% sure. But Zach Britton's a better closer than Craig Kimbrell. He yeah, just didn't have the chance. Zach Britton. Oh, yes. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Wasn't he the former closer for the Rays? I mean, not the Rays. He's a former closer for the Orioles. Traded to the Yankees. Became a setup man slash. A couple games. Yeah. Let's can, but can we also talk about how Andrew Miller has gotten injury bug? Yeah. That's understandable. But still, like, I remember when that was the Yankees' bread and butter before their bat started to come alive. He was the, the bullpen. He's like, you get the Robertson. Miller, and, uh, I think it was Chapman. Chapman's first year. Uh, the but, oh, but, uh, it was pre Batanzas. I don't know. Batanzas, I have mixed feelings on Batanzas, but it is what it is. That's not about him. It's about Mariano Rivera. <laughs> yeah, I was like, let's, let's not disgrace Mariano Rivera's legacy by talking about the people who can't fill his shoes. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I just, yo, I thought, I thought this man was outlandish for the things he said. He's like, he could he compared it to Adam Vinatieri and how Adam Vinatieri kicking field goals people and like when Adam Vinatieri kicked those field goals in the Super Bowl 
and he's saying that Adam Vinatieri missing the first two field goals against the Panthers led to his last field goal against the Panthers in that Super Bowl meaning a lot more. And he's saying that the it's a similar situation with closers where because all of the the first 24 outs in a game were the first 24 outs and people consider anything could have happened, the last three outs get more uh, more recognition. Oh, so what he's saying is is that the pitcher that comes in at the most important part of the game is insignificant? Are you kidding? What, what, what he's saying is it's, it's, he's insignificant compared to the other 24 outs that were got. He's saying that his three outs hold way too much weight in the world in the world of baseball to be considered such a great position that the man at that greatest level of position doesn't deserve to be put into the Hall of Fame. That's that's basically what he was saying. Like, this if you guy's read a the article, guy too. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. If you read the article, he literally he wasn't crapping on Mariano Rivera. He wasn't he wasn't taking a dump on Mariano Rivera. Significant. So he's making the closer role insignificant. He was diminishing the the role of the closer and saying that as a closer, Mariano Rivera isn't getting my vote because he was a closer. That's that's basically what what the article was about. Yes, because he's a closer. That that's what I gathered from the article, bro. Like like I said, he did not speak about Mariano Rivera in an ill light. He still said Mariano Rivera is a unanimous first ballot Hall of Famer. He's gonna go in with with no blemishes on his record, and he refused to put that blemish on his record. But in the same breath, he said that the reason he refused to vote for him is because he doesn't support the position of the closer, and that the closer gets too much recognition. And he also cited I can't remember. Oh, I want to say it was a Pittsburgh Penguins goalie who got a shutout one game, but he got the shutout. It in the game. There were only 11 shots. All 11 shots were taken from, uh, I'm trying to, the backer's position. It was, I, I can't, I'm not as good. I think they're taken from the blue line. He's saying there's only slap shots that were wide open. This guy's a jerk because, oh my God, I know exactly what he's talking about. It's Marc-Andre Fleury. This guy's an, I hate this guy. I don't even know who he is, but he doesn't know what he's talking about. We told you he's Bill Malu, and he writes for the Telegram up in Boston. <laughs> they should hire him for the New York Times because they're doing about as just good as his fucking articles. This guy is a jerk. Okay. Oh my God. Like, what the hell are you talking? He's really comparing the closer role to a goaltender in hockey. Is this guy, what is this guy smoking? Because I need to hit up that guy. <laughs> he said, I need to find out and get that. In my repertoire, this guy's like, getting some gas, bro. That, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like I saw it online, because well, you know me, like I'm, I'm always scouring the the internet for different sports stories. And I saw that somebody was obviously they got the clickbait off of them saying somebody is refusing to vote Mariano Rivera into the Hall of Fame, and I'm like, well, that just doesn't seem right. But then I read the story, and it wasn't even the fact that he was refusing to vote for Mariano that really got me upset. Like I said, it was the fact that this guy is trying to use not only Field goal kicking, which is a completely different, like field goal kickers, you can literally play play an entire game of football, and the field goal kicker won't matter at, at any point, at any point in the game. So that that is a completely irrelevant point. I feel like the goaltending thing, like a goaltender, like go, what goaltenders get shutouts all the time. So saying that a goaltend from the blue line is the same as somebody closing a baseball game 
It's just I also feel like those are too far away from each other to even compare. But but you want to talk about the goal, the actual goaltender in hockey? Let's talk about it. Like if a goaltender in hockey or even in soccer, it gets down to clutch time. You get down to the second half or whatever, and a team needs to, usually a team's not going to pull their goaltender unless he's having a bad game. But regardless, what I'm saying is when it gets down to those clutch moments, and you need three or four more saves. Doesn't matter who who. It doesn't matter how much of a role that person has played up until that point. Whoever's in the goal making those three or four saves deserves the credit for it. That 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 position is important. If they had a closing goaltender like they have a closing pitcher, then it would be similar. But I don't care if you're saying that he only got the last three outs. He came into the last four outs of the game. Those were the most important outs of the game. And Mariano Rivera was goal. He was money. He was oh, Japanese yes. yet. Here's the here's the here's the scenario. It's 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 uh, game seven of the World Series, and you're playing. You're uh you're up by one run. Bases are loaded, and your closer comes in. You got two outs. He strikes out the next two batters. You mean to tell me that isn't the most important thing that's happened that entire game? We appreciate. Always and forever, everyone who tunes in to get live with the crew. Uh, closing out 2018 with this year episode. Um, man, 2019, it's not going to be a movie. It's not going to be a film, as the young kids might might indicate. But it's definitely going to be uh, exciting. And I'm, I'm so glad and I'm so proud of everyone who stuck it out with us this year. You know what I'm saying? I'll be safe out here in these streets, man. You know, people don't like to... Like to do responsible things on New Year's and all that, but I ain't gonna preach to y'all. Thank you once again for tuning in to Get Live with the Crew. You can follow us on Twitter, all over the places in the episode description. Uh, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Tell your mother, your sister, your auntie, your uncle, your godbrother that you don't really talk to like that. Um, tell all of them, man. But once again, thank you for tuning in. See you next week.